Welcome to Dentology, the Business of Dentistry podcast. In this podcast, we delve into the non-clinical aspects of dentistry with inspirational guests from across the profession. You will hear incredible life stories, pick up valuable business tips and be entertained. I'm Andy Acton and I'm joined by my co-host, Chris Drevens. I think that resilience was the thing that came out for me chatting yeah, to movies today. I mean, it's, it's, you know, it's even going back to uh, when he went to dental school and he had to get on a train for 32 hours. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> if you overlay that with a lot of people that we know of, mm. th- that would be like something they wouldn't even yeah. consider. Uh, and also and that, that's at the that, beginning. That, that great kind of his whole approach to life. And it's not, it's not a work thing, but that kind of desire to collaborate and yeah. give to people. Yeah. Um, and, what's lovely is it's all been paid back mm. you know he's having a a great career he's he's working with some incredible people mm. um he's he's putting himself out and about but in mm. a really selfless way yeah. you know there's 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 no kind of a agenda behind it yeah. it's just because he feels it's it's the right thing to do and it's it's another one is as we say it's quite often in these stories yeah these guys who are, aren't particularly well known and they're just going about the stuff but yet another experience of there's a failure in there yeah and out of that failure and adversity yeah produces great strength to where they are it's fascinating no is a is a is a a real character uh whilst it might be that that some people might not have heard of moonies um he's quietly working away yeah, with yeah. the internal tubules and the BACD and he's got his practices. And I, I don't doubt, I think over the next sort of, you know, 15, 20 years, he's going to be somebody People who's right there at the front leading yeah, the profession. Definitely. No, it was really good. Really lovely nice chat. Guy. Really nice. Very guy. nice guy. So here we are again. Another one. Me and you sitting down. Yeah. Another wonderful guest to talk to and find about their Can't their wait. Life Can't wait. So today we are we are over the moon, absolutely over the moon. We're joined by Munis Iqbal. And Munis is a dentist, also the principal of two dental practices, passionate about Bollywood and also known as the Bollywood dentist and a very, very <laughs> kind soul. He's a very, very nice man. Welcome, Munis. How are you doing? Good morning, guys. Thank you so much for giving this wonderful opportunity. I'm really, very thankful. I'm really, no, really nice to see you. To Thanks for here. coming on. Yeah, nice we, to we, see we, you guys again. we're very grateful to you. We know you're well, just by virtue of the introduction, you're clearly a busy guy. So making the time for us, <laughs> we're, we're grateful. Yeah, definitely. Nice, no, always, always for you guys. It's, it's, it's been real no, pleasure. No, not at all. Uh, so just yeah. just before we start, Munis, and we kind of get into your your dental career, that, that's kind of the interesting bit for for our audience. Uh, what things from your teenage years have shaped who you are today? Yeah, what are those things in your your youth that really sort of stick with you today? Uh, yeah. So thank you. That's a really, very really crucial question to get you into the insight. So I came, I grew, I grew up in India. My early education, my school, university, college has all come from India. Uh, and I am born and brought up in a very sort of joint family. So that means my father, is their brother, their sisters, their kids, they all used to live in the same house at that time. So it's like almost 30, 35 people living in the same house when I'm growing up. Wow. So you can see that sort of community and that sort of sharing thing uh, comes from that side uh, that we don't have, we're not from very rich family to come with this very uh, middle class and average, but we, we've been raised well. So we've been told all the right things in growing up, your values, your family values, look after mm. your family, look after your brothers, sisters, look after your cousins. Uh, and then to go forward further ahead and then see, uh, have a good education. I mean, we, my, my dad always, always stressed on education. Uh, he never accumulated any wealth 
in his lifetime but his wealth is his all his values or whatever uh, ethos he stand for whatever values he stand for uh, and same means still in me and my brothers and all as well so i think that was a very crucial part when i realized so early in my life the importance of sharing the things with people staying in a community to help each other not to be mm. more selfish about yourself and i mean they're great they're great values to start off with and it's, it's really interesting hearing you talk about um you know education is education is so important <clears throat> isn't it that i think quite yeah. often when you you live in a country and i've lived in england all my life where you know education is just part of the, the system you know, exactly, it's not something yeah. that I guess gets yeah. valued in in the same way. To hear you you say that kind of education was was something that was to be really cherished and appreciated and valued. Yeah. Um, that's a that's a great start point in life, isn't it? Particularly yeah, with exactly. the career you chose that, that requires ongoing education. Yeah, it's it's a very 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 competitive world out there, and uh, it's much difference. Uh, when and, and I'm just jumping it a little bit, but when I moved to the UK first time, and I was. At that time, I was youth. I was speaking to my cousins and their friends and all. They are in the young. They are in the youth as well. And I saw there's such a difference between the mindset and the people there, mm. and the mindset of the people when they're growing up here. So they, I mean, we were so focused that what we're going to do in our future, what our career will be like, how we how we earning our living, uh, what profession we will be in. Uh, that was the whole chat in our circle, our friend circle, everywhere we sit always constantly thinking about what our mm. career will be like, where we'll be five years later. And here's more people, more talking about what holidays they've been to last year. Uh, have you been to Thailand? <laughs> have you been to Australia? Yeah. <laughs> uh, they were they were upset about they missed the new PlayStation game or something. Oh, I'm really upset today. I'm stressed. I said, why? Oh, dude, this was such a good deal going when I missed it. And I said, really? <laughs> You're upset about that? <laughs> So there's a quite a bit contrast when you compare the things, but that but that's what it is, you know. I mean, you have to make the best of, or and you have to adopt to the things as well. You know, I can't keep going on. Yeah, no, absolutely, absolutely. Yeah. So, so well, I was going to ask, what did you? You mentioned you had some brothers, I think, there, <clears throat> Munis. What did they become? Have they yeah, gone? So, you know, they obviously all, you all did education. So, any more dentists in the family or? Uh, yeah, my cousin, one of my cousins is a dentist as well. She, and after my, I sorted my things out, exams and all, uh, she also, I gave, she came and stayed with me. She did all the dental exams. Now she's working as an associate in Birmingham as well. Uh-huh. Uh, and my other two younger brothers, one of the youngest one is here as well. I mean, and he must have met in the dental tubules. Uh, thank Patro, he's working with tubules now. Uh, in marketing and social side of the events mm. uh, and other one is in Pune near Bombay uh, he's also working for a software company uh, and I touch with, I mean very happy and very proud to say that all of the, my cousins have done well a couple of them are in America uh, one is working from Microsoft uh, they all been visiting me very nowadays very often so yeah so those things oh, wow. have so you're, been invested <laughs> yeah mm. yeah so I mean we the kind of background we started, say, 20, 30 years back, and then yeah. now what, where, where we all are is very, 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 very different. Mm. And I think they all did very well. Yeah. And so, yeah, so but that's what I, I realized that. I mean, at that time, they, I mean, as I said, my family, they did not into be like, you know, putting the money, money, money. They never put that thing in mind. I wish they could have instilled some sort of finance sensibility to us. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but again, that's why I always say my my dad that he was the most successful failure I've seen in my life. <laughs> mm. Yeah, yeah. 
So, so what was it that made that made you choose dentistry? Because you 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 chose yeah. dentistry, and you you qualified um, back in two thousand and six in, yeah, India, in India, and then yeah. came over to the UK. But what was it that that kind of drew you drew you to the profession as that, yeah, as, so, as the young Moonis? So the, <laughs> the, the story behind that is that. Uh, I was supposed to do the medicine and that's not, right. I mean, if, if you speak to most of the overseas dentists, they have pretty much similar background because in India it works in a way that you go on the common entrance exams. And if you got higher grades, you go for medicine. If you got a lower grades, you go on dentistry, then you go pharmacy and then go veterinary. It's works in that order. Oh, so, right. you have, so you have two choices, either to take what you get on that year or you yeah. drop one year and wait for the next year and reset that exam. Because that's, that's a, like all India exam. Uh, so one of my uncle, my father's eldest brother, he is settled in UK, in Wales, South Wales. He's a GP in South Wales. And he, he always had a very big influence on me when I'm growing up, seeing him that, oh, he settled in UK. That's where I'm supposed to do. Uh, so I always compare the life of my, my dad is a doctor as well. He was a right. you know, oh, well. <laughs> but the, but his problem was that he runs a charitable hospital all his lifetime. Mm. So on the hospital, it says like charitable trust. So that means he won't charge many people for that and then because the practice was not good he has to move to other business of medicines and medical pharmaceutical pharmacies as well uh, so i always had a choice which life i want to go with so i want to make a good balance of both the things to take the values of my dad and do it lifestyle of my uncle uh, mm. so so i went to sit on this medical entrance exam but yeah on the first year i haven't got that great so i missed my medicine for 1.5 marks so oh. I have a choice to go wait for the whole year. And how is that? How is that received in your household that you'd, you'd missed it by a few marks? Bit of a common theme, though, isn't it? Really, there seems yeah. to be a number of people who sort of just missed out yeah. on things. It's quite fascinating. Yeah, yeah that's it's right. And I, I think you're right. I think quite often you see people and you, you never hear about those those kind of near misses because no. they then go on to be successful. Yeah. Um, yeah. But yeah, so 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 Moonish, you so you, exactly. you missed out by those few marks. Well, yeah, it's one point five marks. Maybe it's two questions. I would have. Even not, if I've if I not attempted those questions, I would have passed because there's a negative marking that you yeah. take the wrong question, you get negatively marked. So yeah, but uh, for long term, I, I that's another thing which I've been installed with my in my family. My dad has don't regret the things, and they were on the top of the world. They never said take a break or why you didn't get it for medicine. They said that's it's fine, almost amazing. worse, isn't it? Missing by one and a half marks because yeah. you sort of be better off missing by so fifteen. Yes, so <laughs> one and a half is like, oh man, if only man. I'd have done so. Yeah. so. That, that close, you were that close. It's always like that. That the last medicalizers which hurt you more than the five million. Yeah, yeah. You, you either want to really <laughs> fail, <Yeah. laughs> rather exactly. than just fail, because then you think, oh, yeah. perhaps if I'd have just done this or done that or whatever. I, <laughs> yeah. uh, uh, as you can tell, that's a man speaking from experience. <laughs> <laughs> I prefer to fail on some things disastrously yeah. rather than almost pass, <laughs> but get, not quite. Get t-shirts made up, fail yeah. big. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. If you're going to fail, do it properly. Properly, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's a problem. We don't, we don't know even. Fail properly nowadays <laughs> yeah. <laughs> right, yeah exactly exactly so so yeah so so dentistry yeah. was your your chosen path and and what was your what was your experience at dental school like in like in india yeah, so i was lucky to a very good university i mean they're very strict they're very strict with their uh, kind of education and I, mm. I and it was in south india so like uh, i have to travel same thing Oh, I think Sandeep mentioned in his podcast that, yeah, journey from my place to that is 32 hours by train to university. So it's not like I can come on the weekends or like that. It's like, oh, yeah. 
It's very uh, so yeah. You have to be start. How long was that journey, Minister? Sorry, it's thirty-two hours by train. Wow, thirty-two hours, so a day and a half, and then to take the bus again. So it will take me almost one and a half to two days to reach to my university from my place. <laughs> it's crazy, isn't it? When, when, when you think of the size of the UK. You put that into context. I was going to say, I, I, exactly. I, I, you couldn't actually take a train journey for 32 hours. I'm sure you could if you took a real sleeper train. And, you know, but and, that, or it got delayed, there was a strike. Yeah, it's just, wow. A, a really remarkable, remarkable and, journey. And, and at that time, you must imagine the Indian trains at that time because we don't, as a student, we're not we're not going any air conditioners or any of the AC mm. coaches or to fly. Uh, we yeah. have the option to just yeah. go in general sleeper class, and and we enjoyed that. I mean, I had a really good fun traveling that way. All my friends just pushing the bag where you get a place, you just sit on the floor or whatever. Uh, I mean, I, I I wouldn't complain. It was a really good time in the university as well. Uh, so far, everything was. Yeah. Um, I'm very thankful for all those experiences because mm. that's what I've made me what I am today. Uh, yeah, exactly. I think, uh, uh, experiences make what we are today. Yeah, it is. I I've got to ask, yeah. Munis, did you ever sit on the top? Because whenever I see those films of some of the, the <laughs> Indian trains, it's, it's just bonkers, isn't it? Did you ever get I to sit know. on the top? No, no I, I, I'm not that brave. You know? I'm, I'm, you're I'm, a good I'm, boy. You're <laughs> a good boy. Or stupid, <laughs> depending on the way you look at it. I, I do sit, sit on the, in a toilet one or twice time. Just open the door and put the cupboard down and sit. There was no space in the train. <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> it is mayhem, though, isn't it? I don't know if you have you seen some of those oh, those yeah. video clips of people getting on and off of, yeah. of trains in the, India, and it's just like I'm surprised more people don't die. It's I mean, just like I mean mad. It, it was many well, years ago. It wasn't in India. I went to Egypt in in 1988. And we took a train from Cairo down to Luxor as an overnight sleeper. And when that train came into the station, there were hundreds of people on the roof. Yeah. And when the train pulled into the station, literally people just slid off the roof with their bags and left at the train station. Like that was a class of travel. You know, there was yeah, no embarrassment yeah. that they'd been riding yeah, yeah, yeah. on top of yeah. this train. It was, it was, it was incredible. Roof class. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah I, I, it, was, it was incredible. So, 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 so you, you, you had your time in India, you qualified, and, and then yeah. you came – um, to the UK, we've we've talked to lots of different dentists on this on this show over the over the, the time we've been doing it, um, and some of them have kind of had you know re- really positive. Some of them have had challenging experiences when they come to the UK. Mm. What what was your experience like when you when when you arrived? Were, were you were you supported? Did you feel welcome? Yeah, yes. Yeah. And, and the first did, couple of months, like and and why? Yeah, you know what what made yeah. you sort of think? I tell you what, I'll go to Britain. Yeah, so, I mean, when I was graduating during my final year of dentistry, I made up my mm-hmm. mind that I do need to, uh, I was very fascinated by London. I, I'm, I'm, I'm still fascinated by London. That's one city I, I've always been. So anybody asks me why you came to UK, I'd say my, I came to live in London. You know, because I, live, I love London. It's a city right, from yeah. the very start. I've seen it. And it's, again, I, my most of my life is influenced by my family and the movies. And I... I I'm, I'm really stupid to say that, but yeah, the movies have such a big impact. And I keep seeing London in so many movies all the time. And I said, oh, that's the place to be, you know. Right. And, so and that was Western movies as well as Bollywood. You're just Bollywood, interested yeah, in yeah. movies generally. There's a, there's a Chandra, theme here, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> in Chandra, any, and, and that, that, that's the theme I'm living into. That It's a movie. You, know, you have to make it interesting. You, know, you can't be boring, you know. <laughs> Uh, and I bet so, you uh, a bit of a sidetrack here, Moonis, but you must be delighted that the I was reading on the BBC that there's the latest Bollywood movie that is making it big time in the US or something. Pat- Patan, yeah, that, well, that was Triple R who won that Golden Globe as well. 
Yeah, I, I mean, just, it's amazing. I, amazing. I just, yeah. posted, it's quite I just, posted, I just posted a video that the director of that movie speaking to James Cameron for 10 minutes on just one of the movie groups on Facebook, I think yesterday. Fabulous. Probably. Yeah. Fabulous. So, yeah. So, I mean, I, and, and also I've seen my uncle and my uncle always said that, yeah, come to UK, dentistry is very good. That was, I was talking about the year 2004 and five before that all UDA contracting came into place. And at that time was dentistry was very free flow. Uh, hmm. I had a couple of my seniors who have been moved to UK during that time. And they all are very appreciative of the outcome. There's a good life for dentists here. Uh, and uh, so I have a choice either to go for postgraduate in India or to come here. So I prefer to uh, to come here. And it was good. I mean, I've been for my first couple of years in, in UK. It was amazing. I've been very welcomed uh, with my cousin, with their friends. And uh, of course, finance side was a bit tight. But again, mm. I was very, very, very lucky, very fortunate to have a, uh, that year, to have a, that support from my family side at that time. Uh, and things were not bad at all. Uh, but yeah, obviously everything takes time. Uh, so my so the people I moved from to UK with my friends and all at that time, 2005 and six and seven, we're talking about. So they all managed to get past their exams by 2008 or nine, maximum by 2010. But I just got, since then, all issues started happening with my stuff, with the exams, with my visa. Uh, I tried to, apply for two years of working visa at that time, it got rejected. Some stupid mistake by my someone in the college in India, whom I, I have to write on the document that I'm coming to UK, so I have to give the document saying that I'm moving, I'm going on a holiday, I'm, I'm taking a leave from the college and going to mm. UK and, and coming back and joining it. That lady didn't knew it. When they called to confirm, she said on the phone that, oh no, Dr. Moniz has left for the UK, he left India to UK. So they put me on the charge that I provide some false documentation for the visa. And they said, you are banned to enter the UK for next 10 years. That's the 2008 we're talking about. I have done two parts of my dentistry exam. My last part, clinical part was left in 2008. Uh, I booked that exam, paid the fees around 2200 at that time to the Eastman. Uh, and I was with all my luggage and everything in Delhi, just waiting for my visa. I didn't arrive for one month. And just before a week before the exam, I received this letter. That was a shock because I've done all my work, part one, part two, and I did my King's exams, my Vivas and everything, just last part left. And then, so I have to go back to the college and I didn't realize that until that's what happened. So I fought, I fought that decision with the court case. So the, then I have my, my uncle from the UK asked to move the case to UK. So, so they have a hearing in Cardiff in 2009. And then I got the visa saying that they reversed that decision. My point was that you cannot ask just a reception on the phone. You have to obey the letter of the dean because I, on my documents the letter from the dean of the university that's wow, what so it wasn't on. so it, it it wasn't easy for you at all M- Munis, if you could just speak up a bit that would be really helpful yeah. move closer to the microphone um oh, that, that would really help us yeah. so it, and, and over what period of time did this take so i went to india 2007 to apply for my visa for two years for a working visa yeah uh my exam was supposed to be in 2007, December, uh, 18th of November, 2007. Right. Uh, and then I got a decision from them in October, 2007. At the same time, I had a bit of a back injury as well. I, I crashed my motorbike in Delhi. And this, I mean, both the things happened simultaneously. Uh, and then I received this letter saying that you're not allowed to go to uh, apply, uh, enter the UK for next 10 years because you submitted some false documentation. Mm. Uh, and then I find out that it's just a silly mistake by one of the reception. So I took it to the court because I cannot 
let my all hard works what I've done for last two years in passing so many exams, uh, staying in UK. Uh, and that court case was gone to New- uh, in Cardiff. My, my, luckily, my uncle was here. He helped with that. I won the case. Uh, I won the right to apply again for the same visa. Right. Flip. Uh, so I came back in 2009 again, 2009 January. By the time I came back, they've changed the exam. So there was an OR, uh, IQE exam, which I started. I've given two parts on that. They have changed it to ORE exam now. It's a different <laughs> exam pattern. Uh, they, they, they offered me one uh, transition phase exam, but I missed that as well because after court decision, it took six months for them to process my visa. So I have to start from the scratch again in 2009, all the exams which I have done from 2006 to 2007, all two, three-part exams. Uh, wow. I'll tell you what, Moon, you see, it's a real lesson in resilience, isn't it? Yeah. Because uh, I'm sure there's a lot of people that would have kind of tried and it not worked out and given up or whatever. But the fact uh, that you it, just kept kind it, of, you know, yeah, revisiting it, it, it and, and, and pushing and pushing. The easy route would have said, actually, it, it's it, also not meant to be. Yeah. I'll just yeah, back it, off. That's it, and pack it in, as opposed it, to it, doing it, what it, you it, did, which is really kind of dig deep it, and, and keep pushing because it's something that you wanted so bad. I think there's a great lesson in there. It keep getting worse and worse after that. That was just a start, I'm telling you. I mean, 2009, I came back again. Then I I joined a dental nurse uh, on the dental nursing course because I wanted to support myself. I cannot live on the funds of my uncle and all, all the time. Mm. So I did my NEBDN exam. I registered as a dental nurse. I started working for Tem Dent Agency in Central London for dental nursing. Uh, so I did that nursing for two, two and a half years in Central London. Exam side by side, my exam thing was going on as well. But because I, all of my friends, they all have passed the exam. They all have been mm-hmm. by the time working as associate. So it's very big transition phase for me at that time to do those exams. Uh, and it took me finally, I passed in 2015. It took me a good six, seven years since then. I passed on my last attempt. I'll come to that story a bit later. Uh, but uh, yeah, so I started nursing. I mean, I don't want to go on about that uh, just to cut short the thing. Uh, so basically, I, I started, then they start the new exam called LDS in 2010. I'm one of the first people to apply for that exam. So I did that exam for part one. I set for part two. And I thought, oh, my, all my struggles going to end in six months. It's a good blessing so 2010 i gave both the parts then suddenly gdc gave the decision saying that they're not recognizing that lds exam in that year mm. so all 34 or 40 people who gave that exam our results were withheld and we we're not allowed to sit in the ord until the decision has been final so again the thing got tracked and then <laughs> yeah so then i thought uh, and then the nursing was it's just hand-to-mouth thing living in london and just supporting so i I applied for, and my visa was finishing in two years. So I applied for clinical attachment in one of the hospitals in Preston. So I go there. I was working in Maxfax. So I moved to Preston to live there for one year in Lancashire. Uh, but again, they don't have the job post. They want me to work as an attachment as a favor. They did the visa for me and I have to go in attachment, do all the stuff what SHOs like senior house officers do in Maxfax hospital, but not getting paid for that. They're just giving me accommodation. I live mm. with that. And then I'm just going through it quickly. I don't want to go on and on about the thing. So then I got yeah, married in 2011. Uh, again, I got a daughter in 2012. But I was not working well. I was still doing the attachment and nursing on the side by side. They were not proud of the things that I'm doing. They are, they are from very good family. They are very educated. But, but in many ways, Moonis, that, that kind of 
experience, you know, working as a, a dental nurse, a receptionist, you know, best the experience, clinical best attachment exactly. and being the senior house officer. All of those things kind of add to the part of building your experience of, you Absolutely. know, integrating yourself into a different I, form I, of society I, and you're also having to move around the country as well. So yeah. uh, without doubt, it, it, it wouldn't have been easy, but the learnings yeah. that, that come from that yeah. In readiness for you then qualifying to dentist in the UK. I can, in, in and to be a practice owner. Yes. You, know, I, I, you know, we know that you are, and we'll talk about that in a bit. But I think also that probably gives you a, an invaluable insight that yeah. probably uh, most dentists don't ever have. You know, they've I, never been <laughs> uh, I, I, that, I, I, that I, other I, person I, in the room. They've never been dealing with the reception. Do you know what I mean? It's, and, a, and also it's pretty much more rounded. I yeah, yeah. I, and I think lots of dentists, um, they don't move around that much. Mm. Quite often they'll do their foundation right. year. Some stay on as associates in those practices or they might move to another practice. But having that ability to, to, to move around and pick up, mm. you know, um, you know, positives and negatives and different situations and different people in different places uh, early on in your your career in this country. I, I think that yeah. would have gone gone in your favour hugely. It's a bit like yeah. that American yeah. TV show, what was it, Undercover <laughs> Boss in a way. Yeah. You know, yeah. You're, you're, you're the boss, but you've sort of spent your time learning some of the things yeah. before. Yeah. So as you truly can understand yeah. what it's like, not just that, oh, make the words, but actually yeah. you've experienced it. And I think that's probably yeah. invaluable. Also, it helps you connect with them properly. So I know when I started as associate as a VT, I can exactly feel what they are feeling, you know. Yes. And, yes. That is, yeah. that, and that is the common feeling that they work hard and they are always underpaid. I can see that feeling. So now when I'm as a principal, as a prospectus owner, I, I know how to treat them or what, what, kind, what kind of treatment they deserve. Uh, I, and if you look at the wages, I'm... That's why I'm I'm not making much profit, but the uh, reason of, they deserve to be treated that well, mm. and you have to see them. So my staff who was working with me as associate, or they still be with me for seven years, uh, and because it, it, it it's very difficult to not to be in someone's shoes and to empathize or sympathize with them. Oh, I no, you can't until unless you have lived that life yourself. You lived, you saw how it I is. I think that's like. a really good point, Munis. I think uh, yeah, I, I think the fact that you've seen what Chris said, you've seen that other side. Um, will make you a very a very considerate and caring principal mm. and, and on that point so you worked for a period of time as, as an associate um and then made the bold decision to get into practice ownership and you've now got two practices haven't you you've got yeah. um smiling ken and spa yeah. dental care over, over in essex yeah. and uh, I, I know you like the Afri African proverb. Yeah, yeah, alone you can go fast, but together you can go yeah, far. I, I had on my um, list to say that as well. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I, I love the phrase as well. So you got into practice ownership, um, collaborating with others. Is that is that right? Yeah, how yeah, how yeah, did yeah. that come about? How's what's that it sort of process been like? So what happened during the lockdown time? I mean, I had a real so all the big incidents in my life. I always come out with touch or something to go forward to and learn about it you know if if you don't learn it from it then uh, it doesn't it doesn't ha have any impact on me so the lockdown have a very deep thing just before lockdown i was about to buy my own first own house and was on the, in the february time just the deal didn't went through and the mm. same thing happened with that so uh, so i but i i don't have that much good understanding of the finance side and business side of the things so i always wanted to be associate with the people who can help me with i mean that's the one lesson i've learned earlier during all the courses and webinars that you cannot do any, any everything by yourself you, know? you can't wear all the heads together 
Uh, yeah. If you're good, good with clinical, get someone to do the business for you. If you are good with the business, get someone to do clinical side for you. So that just makes life easy. And um, I think yeah. that as a as a tip for people, that kind of you know, oh, yeah. do the bit you're good at, but there's other yeah. people around you yeah, that, that can do the bits you're you're not good at, so that you yeah. you focus on the bit. I think Chris often says, you know, you can you you can make a, a strength stronger, but you can't turn a weakness into a strength. So if it's something you're not good at, don't yeah. try and you know uh, force yourself to be good at it. If there's don't, somebody don't. else out there that could take that role for you, yeah. Don't, don't, don't run away from your weaknesses, you know, don't focus on your strength. You know? Yes. Mm. Uh, because if you keep digging into your weaknesses again and again, it's after a certain age, you cannot learn a few things. You, know? yeah. you have to accept yeah. that, that, yeah, that is my weakness and I have to play. And it will never weakness. be a strength. No. <laughs> it will well, just exactly. be less weak. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah. then concentrate on what you're good at. Yeah, no, exactly. Tried. So true. Yeah, so so that that's how this thing comes up. So I, I was start I was always interested in starting a squat practice first uh, because of all these webinars and everything. It's all I was looking. Uh, Mide helped me a lot. I have to give it to him. I mean, and I always whenever I meet him, uh, it's that's first his webinars. What he series he learned during that lockdown. So I followed all those principles. So I luckily I got my business other business partners who are with me. Uh, working as associate in my other group of practices so they collaborated with me so we start looking for the location for a squat practice during the lockdown so we went out to see quite a few locations where we can start so at that time the business was shutting down so it's quite run down places so after mm-hmm. some initial search and all we found this unit in the outlet center it was like a good running outlet center in chatham uh, mm-hmm. and then we found that quite a lot of empty units in that and then we approached the guys uh, I'm just going through a bit quickly with that because it's a long journey for at that time as well. So on that, so we found the unit, we start the negotiations and everything. Uh, so at that time, touch would I know quite a few people in dentistry before that. So I, because I finally passed in 2015 and then I did my VT 2016 during the whole year, I did all the courses that I need to be right. just mm. working like a six days in a week. In the mornings, I work as a as a, as a VT or as a so evening I joined that emergency dentistry <laughs> thing. Uh, in the Canterbury Hospital. So I used to do that as well anyways. So I touch would ma- I have managed to make quite a good context at that time. I see a few practices, squat practices during the lockdown, I visited them. So I have an idea in my head that what I'm exactly looking at. So we found a unit of this 2,600 square feet. It's a two units we combined together. We approached the finance banks and everything, but it didn't go through. So the bank refused to do any funding after the lockdown, saying that squat is a very risky project and all. We did mm. work hard for two months on that project, doing every single thing from business plan to. Mm. And it's hard, isn't cash, it? Because in some ways, flow. yeah, your 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 timing was good because obviously there's lots of available space, and and yeah. you know landlords were desperate to get yeah, tenants exactly. in. But exactly. the flip side to that is that the the banks at the time were were yeah. being very cautious. Uh, exactly. In terms, and particularly for for, for new yeah. type practices, um, so yeah, like I say, what you kind of get with one hand, you lose with the other. Exactly. Same time, that very good friend of mine, uh, Romit, he helped me a lot during my study days, and all. He came up with the offer of this private practice on sale in Essex. Uh, the dentists were retiring, and he wants to do sales. So at that time, my squad was not working out. So I said, okay, that's fine. Let's do that. Uh, so we together went to see the practice. We liked it. It's a very nice area. It's a kind of small family practice, two surgery practice. Uh, we bought that one as a private practice at that time. All the paperwork started. Now, during the, that we're talking about just after lockdown, 2020, December time, then the January came. And then suddenly, so at that, before that, uh, I took some loan 
from education of my younger brother, youngest brother who's working with Tibus now. I took yeah. that loan for him. He's doing some masters in uh, in Madrid, so I took a loan from Bremer Finance Company, and then the the loan was finishing January. So the guy just came to say thank you and the, all the signing of the final bits and pieces. And just he mentioned what you're up to nowadays. So I just randomly mentioned, oh, I was supposed to start a squad practice, but the project is dead for two months now. Mm. Because mm. He said, I, I, I'll finance you on this. So you sure it's a big investment? So you're looking at 400,000, 500,000. Oh, yeah, we, we can do that for you. And that's how it comes in place. I mean, out of nowhere, mm. when the whole thing was shut down. So that's another tip I want to give that don't don't give up. You know, Whenever you get a chance, if you if, if you thought about something, if, you, if you're dreaming big, then do make sure that you give your 120% to achieve that. You never know when the thing comes, you know. There's no good or raw, raw, right. There's no right time for anything, you know. If it's your time, it's your time. Do and make most of it. Mm. Oh, completely. And that, that that message about not giving up, I think is massive. And I that, think you're, you, you, you you're that a great is, example of that. All my life story from the start, it's just I don't give up, you know. Some, mm. One of my friends said to me, you are king of uh, uh, com- coming back again and again, you know. Uh, second innings, so I said, yeah, that's what it is because, and that's what happened. And I said to him, I said, thanks if you're helping me out. So I gave him all the project and all. And he said, yeah, done deal. I'm going to finance the whole thing. We went back to the landlord. We negotiated a good deal of almost two years of rent free. Uh, and then the whole the squad protest start thing. But again, because I was, we were very new in that, I again give, try to tell the tip that please take advice. Please take advice from more people who have done that before. There are a lot of Good, kind people like Andy, Chris, you guys, and others, me, they who help you with the whole the, through. Mm-hmm. Uh, please take, do not hesitate to ask help for help and advice. That's how you build your relation. That's how you build your community. Uh, and so, yeah, so then the whole squad thing, but it took us a long time for almost a year to build that thing uh, up, what the way we wanted it. We go slightly over budget and all. Uh, and with all that risk in our head, we started that in November 2021. Uh, touch wood within three to four months NetWest came back and refinanced the whole thing but the last one and a half to two years it was literally struggle with the finance and everything mm-hmm. but there's a real said, theme here isn't there about resilience there's a real- say, I, for me I was thinking it's relentless you know yeah. it's, it's that sort of as you say resilience being relentless in the pursuit of something yeah. Yeah, yeah, and going back to that very beginning, Moon, this, that, that thing, kind of what were the things that you learned as a kid that kind of make you the person you are yeah. today? Yeah, that kind of, um, you know, exactly. your, your start and, and having I, to kind of work hard I, I, and not I, going I, to dental school mm. close to home and everything else. All, all, all those things, and when you first came to the UK, they were kind of the building blocks for preparing you to go through this process mm. of of, yeah. of setting up a practice. Yeah. Moonis, if you could just move a little bit closer to your microphone, that would help yeah. us hear you clearly. That would be, that'd be great. Yeah. Um, so yeah, so yeah, so you you managed to get there and you got your funding approved. Yeah, so I got we got our funding approved and then we start the whole process. Uh, I again visited a couple of practices. We got someone as a project manager to look after the whole project. Yeah, uh, uh, and we're trying to place all the systems we can place what we have learned through the thing. At the same time, I start even I start looking for hiring the staff at the same time because i know those mm. staff who have left my other practices uh, because of some reason i always keep in touch with them uh, not for the reason that i'm going to open my practice so again that's one more one more less lesson which i learned during the years in my life is that just be kind just be kind in general you know don't be kind for the reason and kindness is not it's not it's not it's not, it's not an act that you do that whole, all year you do whatever shit you like to do then you 
choose one charity at the end of the year and give them some money during the Ramzan or Christmas time and then be, oh, I'm a kind person because I'm doing this kindness. No, that is not. Uh, kindness is something that should be in your lifestyle. You're treating people well all the way through all your journey time. Mm. You So that's what, and that's what helped me a lot, you know, because mm. you have to be genuinely kind to people. And, and uh, also I think, genuinely kind, and I think sometimes we, we, we never know the impact that it will have. Just Absolutely. a little one-line message to somebody, or just checking in with somebody, or yeah, or right. doing something like you say with with no no expectation from it. You, you've yeah. no idea in that moment yeah. the impact it, it would have on. And that you'll probably person. never know. Will no, you'll you never know. No, yes, no, so, that's right. Yeah. So I, I approached this uh, this user practice manager for Uber at that time, compliance manager, was a very good salary, and I just messaged her. I said, "See, I'm looking to start my score. Things will be a bit hard. I know. I understand mm. that you're on a very good." pay scale and everything i'll try my best to make up that pay scale, pay scale in the next couple of months or so but to start with if you have some time and if you interested so she came okay i'll come and see you Munis. and then she came to see me and then she said i know i'm making a stupid decision in my life but just i trust you I, I'll, I'll go with you and then she bring another couple of experienced qualified staff members uh, who's working it's on interesting that line she said, Moon, is I trust you. <laughs> yeah, she, she that said that, me, that I, means I, a lot, doesn't it? Yeah, and, and I, 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 I keep up my promise. So I so what happened with them? So they all gave their notice to leave their jobs. They all mm. are, say, five, seven years into their dental nursing career, either practice manager or that post. Then suddenly we have a problem with the builders. They didn't deliver on time. Now, again, we have a decision to make whether ask them to go back or ask them to stay. Mm. But so my other business partners and all, they say, oh, they, they're happy to go back and work at the places. They are very understanding. But I said that I made them promise that on in August, they will be in my surgery. Now the builder saying they cannot finish before October end because of doors or something is not delivered and secrecy and all that. I said, no, I'll, I want them to be here. Uh, mm. I don't mind paying them too much or two months of extra salary. But what I want them in the meantime to build the system in place. So that was the best decision we have made. Before the practice start, before the squad, that patient can walk in, our staff was there and they were setting up all the marketing side of things, paperwork, setting the paperwork, CPC folders, everything was done the day before we opened the practice. So we take a hit of paying them, but that was the best decision we have ever made because when we start the squad, it's no running around or no hosh posh thing going on. Hmm. We have the patient list to start with. We started with a good patient list. Appointments are already booked for first couple of months because the yeah. staff have enough time to do that. And then we started and touch wood. First year we got we crossed million pound in first year. I mean, no hesitant to say that it's a big achievement by the team and everyone. I told media and media was over the moon. He said that. You should come in and speak to my course next time. I said, it's not me. I only work two days. It's mostly the staff and my other business partner, Neil, who just nailed it. Just working, working, working. I, I sense that community and working with others is really important to you. You know, you, I, you really want yeah. to and, make and, sure and, that the people around you are part of it. What, 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 What's behind that? What is the thing that kind of, why is that so important to you? As I said, that this is instilling installing me from the earlier days and also as i said that i'm i'm always motivated influenced by a lot of things like all the good quotes quotes and everything what i heard what i learned in my life or the dialogues in movies and bollywood or whatever i'm just trying to find 
motivation and some inspiration from every single thing I heard and learned. Uh, that's why for me, the most useless person is that from whom I haven't learned a single thing, you know, <laughs> because, I, <laughs> because I, I try to learn everything. Even the person can be the proper or whatever the bad you can say but he still have some one or two good qualities you can learn it from uh, and then and that's and also saying is that you know you always be nice to the people on your way up because you may, fi- <laughs> you, you may find them we on your way down conversation you know? yesterday Munis, didn't we? <laughs> we, we were did. talking I we can't did, remember yeah. about who it was but we said exactly the same thing you never know when you might meet people again on, on the yeah. way down you know? exactly yeah uh, and, and, and the thing uh, is, dentistry is a small world. But going back to your point before, um, yeah, you actually the being, being nice is, yeah. is, is pretty easy. Yeah, and I think just, also you can disagree well. Does that make sense? Yeah, you know, you, if yeah. you can disagree well, you don't have to get all yeah. stroppy yeah, yeah, and fall yeah. out about yeah. it. You know, everyone's yeah. entitled to an opinion. Yeah. And yeah. if theirs isn't the same as yours, then you can just, as long as, you know, you just actually, can disagree well. I think if you if you only had people around you that agreed with everything you said, you probably <laughs> need more friends. Yeah. Don't or, you? If, if or you exactly. become Hitler. Well, yeah. yeah. <laughs> but isn't it? You just, it's, it, it's healthy to have people chiming in with, yeah. with other ideas and, and opinions around you because it helps you move forward. What's that? Emperor's yeah. New Clothes, yeah. isn't it? That great fairy tale or whatever it was. Fairy tale, yeah. Uh, yeah, I mean, I mean there's... Uh, I mean, people underestimate the power of community or the people around them. You know, they try mm. to be more and more. I, I don't know why they just try to take everything on their own personal egos and everything, want to do everything by themselves, giving credit to themselves, doing by themselves, for themselves. What's the point, you know? What's the point? It doesn't matter how much better dentist you are, how much big mm. house, how much big mm. car you have. Yeah, Someone yeah. Down, down the road have those things bigger than you and better than you, you know? This, you, you cannot you cannot make that competition for you seeing others and competing with them rather than if you try to grow with them make the friends make the life easier for you just be your your own competition you know I, I see myself what I was doing last year how I was last year if I'm even a slightest better than last year I think I did well uh, mm. that's how I see I with the people as well you know mm. I, I just one one of my quotes from the lot of things you heard this quote and my dad used to say very young mm. taking when we taking us to school and all that, that mm. god has made people and things for two different reasons he has made people to love and things to use yeah but the yeah. problem oh, starts I, starts happening when we start loving the things and using the people you know <laughs> yeah yeah mm. yeah and and i think that thing you said is about if you hold a mirror up to yourself and try and beat yourself and improve yourself suddenly the yeah. competition and lots of those external forces yeah, kind try- of fade away don't they because the person you're really trying to beat is yourself you're mm. trying to improve as an individual which then means that you end up with a better life as a result of that mm. yeah trust trust me if, if we, I, I hold the mirror i have 105 things to improve in myself you know mm. so i can't go out and pointing slapping the people about oh they don't do this right they don't do this right if I'm doing it right, then only I have all the right to say to others, you know. And that's what I learn a lot. You know. There's one more thing which I feel feeling around the world nowadays, today, even in dentistry as well, that when we were growing up, we are kind in the, what you say, we are in the life, uh, we are in the life of the followers, you know. We follow someone, we follow in Gandhi, Churchill, or Marx. Now we are in the age of leaders, you know. Everybody around you is a leader or entrepreneur or doing something in mm. life. 
So now you don't know whom to follow, you know, because everybody wants to be leader themselves now. <laughs> <laughs> and that's what I realized, you know, that before you have a conversation, you say, people, oh, this guy has done so much good in life. I'm looking to for this person. Now I speak to the people and everybody is a leader now. Everybody is a speaker, leader. It's very yeah. hard to find the people, you know. That's why I respect you, Andy, Chris, and a few of them whom I met, my mentor, like Drusha, for my clinical thing, my Chris Orr. Anup Nenya, the guy whom I used to uh, look forward to. So you have to have the importance of your mentor in your life. That's another reason, mm. uh, lesson which I thought I would share that. You have to have a, some mentor or someone who guide you or you look forward to talking to when you have questions. But just make sure that you've got a right mentor in your life. Yeah, no, that's, I, think that's, I think that's great mm. advice. You, 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 you mentioned before about um, movies and, and you, you, you said mm. that you see every life situation and problems as a movie scene <laughs> to help you solve these issues. Clearly, yeah. movies and, and particularly Bollywood is a, is a big part of your life, isn't it? Absolutely. And in and, and the end, now, if you look at the last few years, I got my recognition through my Bollywood as anyways. I, I tried my dentistry for five years. Yeah, my friends knows me. I have a big social circle. We're trying Bollywood for six months and hell, how half of the people know me now. <laughs> so <laughs> for me, it paid off, you know, and, 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 and I genuinely, it's like when I wake up in the morning, people check their WhatsApp or Instagram, whatever. I just check my Bollywood news or I check my movie news, what new coming today or what's <laughs> happening or the critics saying about this and that. And yeah, and I, 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 I grab a lot of things from their movies and people think me crazy. Even in the story, when I, when I got married on my first night to my ex-wife, uh, we are having this conversation and she said, oh, all those things. And I said to her, see, I'm never going to lie and cheat on you in my life. The only time I can lie if something comes to a movie. If I went to somehow, somewhere on my own, I'd disappear for three hours. And I, mm. I was not with other women. I must be watching a movie which you don't want to watch. <laughs> 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 and that's true. It do happen. I do go away a lot of time just on my own. I sometimes on my own as well. You'll have to write one, Moonis. I'm in the dentist, the Bollywood dentist, or something. Yeah, I'm, I'm looking for six six part mini series. Actually, <laughs> 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 that's why I'm trying to do all this fun activities. That if somebody else watches, it's not be a boring documentary. It should be some fun watching. <laughs> well, wow. that's great. I think you have a great outlook on life i think i think i think your your style and, and as a collaborator um i think a lot yeah, of people can, that, can learn a huge amount that, from how you, you you go about it you know you that's, that, that's you, you seem to be richer yeah. as a result of that as, as an approach oh, in life that's mm. very kind uh, that's another thing after lockdown i come up when i was in lockdown i just realized that what if really this happens like that it's never world is never going to open again what will happen and all those things i was mm. thinking of the movie kind of things as well and i said okay so next for two years i'm going to attend every single dental event every single social invitation i'm not going to refuse any friends housewarming party to marriage or whatever is happening even if they're having some funeral i will still go for it you know mm, yeah <laughs> uh, mm. and i come up with that mindset after the lockdown and that's why i've just been all over the place but the only reason is that okay i'm working six days a week that's always been there but what mm. about you missing so much of your life if something shut up, shut down again? You have to that inside that, mm. no, I have done what I can do best in my mm. capacity. And, and I, I know you're not just saying it, you're, you're, you're living it because, yeah, you know, when I go to the Dentinal Tubals Congress, you're right there in the centre with Drew 
helping organise it and making sure things happen and giving yeah. so much of your time. Likewise, at the BACD and the yeah. IDA, you're yeah. and you're you're really at the front and you're you know giving your time and and you're yeah. benefiting and learning from it. But so is the dental community, and it's, it's yeah. you're, you're it's really living what you say. You're not someone who just says it; you're actually yeah. doing it. Yeah, and for tributes as well, as I, as I said on the stage when Guru gave me a word that I'm just want to make sure that I have no financial interest in the tributes. I haven't <laughs> received any funds. I haven't given any funds. It's nothing to do monetary. But that's another thing about the people nowadays. You know, whatever you think, first thing they ask, what's your benefit in that and why are you doing it? And which mm. is completely, I mean, but that's the kind of world we're looking at. You know, there's people think everything, nothing is for free, you know, mm. but yeah. Yeah, I, I think that says I think that says more about them than you, Munis. I, I think you understand why you're doing it. I think yeah. you're clear what what you're getting out of it, and yeah. it's it's not exactly. monetary, it's not financial, but exactly. but you're you're growing so much as a result of being mm. in, in in the thick of the profession. Yeah. yeah, that's the thing. You know, you have to make. As I said, I mean, no one cares what kind of dentistry you're doing at the end of the day until you're affecting them. But if you are meeting people, just just be kind, just be genuinely. You know, you don't have to say what. Mm. It's a what bit countercultural, isn't it? Where people assume yeah. people yeah. are doing stuff because it's only for them, yeah. as opposed to actually, you know, I'm doing it for for me, mm. not to be mm. promoted, and also I'm doing it for other people. It's almost like Absolutely. a Ooh, really. Yeah. There must be something iffy there. Yeah, but, but, but the thing <laughs> is, Moonis is a is a shiny example that that it also comes with success. Yeah, it's not. You know, you don't. It, do you that have to be patient. Be patient. It all happens. Be patient. It ha it happens. It, it bound to happen. That's why when we have a discussion, Andy, about the photos and pictures. So I, that's the reason I said I, I don't take picture to promote social media. I do take for a different reason, and that I explained to him other day that yeah, because yeah. that the end uh, that was the whole point, you know, and uh, yeah, yeah, no, absolutely. Cool. Absolutely, Moonis. Fascinating. We, we always we always finish up in the same way. Uh, yeah. We always ask our guests the the same two questions at the end. And the mm -hmm. first one we've got for you is: if you could be a fly on a wall in yeah. a certain situation, when would that be, and and who would you who would you be with? Okay, so I, after giving a very long thought, it's come like hundred places I wanted to be, movies and all. <laughs> I chose in the two thousand eleven Cricket World Cup, and India won the World Cup. <laughs> oh. <laughs> I want to be on that cup when Sachin Tendulkar holding it. You know? <laughs> <laughs> that would be a very see, special moment. Just to see and feel that moment because that is something magical. I mean, it's amazing. I mean, with being Indian, the two things you live on, movies and Bollywood, you know, and cricket and Bollywood. And then, yeah, it's a perfect script for him to retire and the perfect moment for him. Um, mm, lovely. Uh, he's been amazing. Uh, in whatever he did, so yeah, that's the moment I wanted to be in. And was a ah, very nice, very sweet. Capacity, yeah. very sweet. And yeah. if you could, if you could meet anybody, anybody at all, who, who would you okay. like to meet, given the opportunity? Okay, so I thought that about as well a lot, and I got a lot of people. I got some funny people and everybody, but then as last night, I had a different thing in my head. But then since morning, I'm just thinking I probably want to be two people. In last few years, who left uh, in this uh, left uh, the world have a very huge impact on me. One is my dad, one my father, and one is Anup Mani. So I just want to be one more time with my dad for a specific reason. You've seen me; I'm the man of selfies. I've taken selfie with pretty much every mm. single person just for the reason mm -hmm. I have no selfie with my own dad. You know, because he passed when I was thirteen, and I didn't have opportunity to do that. Uh, so that's one thing I learned, a very small lesson, just quickly uh, just summarize it, that 
uh, yeah, we always regret for the big things. Like when he passed away, I thought well, he never been to UK, he never seen my daughter, and all those things. But then o- over the time, I realized that these regrets are nothing. The small regrets are much harder. Like I should have taken up more pictures with him. I should have chatted with him more, or I should have done this with him. So same, I wanted to be. Yeah, I just want to take a picture with him. Yeah, that will be the one person I want to meet again. Hmm. That's nice. It's funny. I was thinking about. I know you posted a recent. You posted a a picture on Facebook, and it, it took me back yeah. to our very first conversation when we met. And, and you said, "I'll oh, come and get a photograph together." And, and you told me that that story about your dad. And and the, I'll just read Absolutely. out what you posted on on Facebook. It says, "I take a lot of pictures and videos of everything around me." I used to think that was lame, but once yeah. I lost people and years passed and I started to forget the sound of their voices and the lines of their skin, I changed my mind. I'd rather have too many memories than not enough. And I think Absolutely. that feeds just back that into what you said about, about your dad. Thank I think you. it's, it's, yeah. it's terrific. And that's the same with Anub as well. You know, I, I, went, I went quite a few games with him for Arsenal matches and everything. And literally, if you would have seen his Facebook wall after that, Jesus Christ, it's like everybody talking the same thing about him. And I, I, I'm, I'm not one of his best friends or anything like that for with him to be, but that impacted me so badly that I have changed so many things in my life since then, thinking that, oh, this nothing is permanent. You know, you can't be running around the things and chasing it. Work hard for everything, but at the same time, you should eat your fruits uh, while not wait for them to ripe and come out of the tree just eat them along you know then only it's all worth it and importance of family they are family people community yeah no, that's great that's lovely well Moonis, it's been an absolute pleasure uh, i think thank you've got you a story that people lo- are going to absolutely love to listen just to one, one yeah, last thing you. which I, i'm going to probably start in the next six months or so very small it's a kind of things nothing related to money or anything uh, just a lot of things happening in dentistry. People having heart attack. People having strokes. People committing mm. suicide. So much of stress going on. Uh, I'm just thinking of something for charity line or something just to talk to people. So if anybody wants to chat anything any time of the day, send me the message, text me. I'm happy to give half an hour every day just to chat them. I do chat a lot of overseas dentists and everything. But please, if anybody going through on any of the stresses, please. That's very generous of you, Moonis. What we'll do is we'll put your um, we'll put your social media links in the show notes, so Please, when people uh, listen through, they'll be able to click through and find you time. afterwards. Yeah. I will chat with you about this properly next other time or some other. Yeah, time. no, I look forward to that. I'm, something I'm working on it for the last couple of months. Yeah. Brilliant, lovely. Go on, Moonis, we'll let you go. We'll let you carry yeah, on with thank the day. You very much. Thank you very much indeed for your time today. It's been really fabulous. Too funny, but I just trying to make it more useful. No, it was it was it was it was really good, really useful. Like I say, very enjoyable chat as well. An interesting story. Absolutely. Thank Lovely. You, Cheers, Moonies. Keep so well. Much. Cheers. Thank you. Cheers. Bye. Thank you for listening to this episode of Dentology, where we discuss the business of dentistry. If you like what you heard, please do subscribe where you found this episode. That would be amazing. And also follow us on Instagram. <laughs>